Well, I guess sleeping, you know, as long as I did because um, I took a nap. You know, I woke up early this morning, I mean really early this morning, and I decided to take a nap, get up, you know, eat something and go. Well, my mom brought me something that our neighbors brought. And, uh, and mainly after that, after eating that, having a Coke and everything, I decided to go to sleep. And I figured, okay, I'll go to sleep. You know, I can watch Survivor Series later. Because I had a feeling some of the things I kind of knew were going to happen, happened. Like, I had a feeling Judgment Day was going to lose. I had a feeling that, you know, Team Bianca, Charlotte was going to win and everything. Um, you know, I just felt that way. Now, I did say that I think, you know, damage control wins, they do. Or if they lose, it's because of such and such. But anyway, um, one of the things people were talking about, though, with um, Survivor Series War Games was, you know... Would would it happen? Well, as you can see on these images here, it happened. Because, you know, yesterday I, I did a video and I said, you know, it's a, it's the only people that know what's going to happen either last night or next, or in the next few months, or if ever, is Phil Brooks, CM Punk, Triple H, Nick Khan, Ari Emanuel, and to an extent Vince McMahon. Well, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Apparently, according to the reports, this this was something that happened. Um, I guess before the show. You know. Uh, before the show or something. I think there were reports that a contract had not really been according to Sean Rossap. A contract had not been signed even that even yesterday even by yesterday morning nothing was signed. Um, but apparently, I guess, uh, I guess apparently, you know, it was signed either during the show or before it. I could assume it was before because he showed up, you know, right, like, moments during the main event. Like, during something, I'm not really sure. I mean, according to this, right here by, um, Chandra Sepp, you can see it here on the screen. Here are some details we have as of now. CM Punk told at least one person close to him he had an hour-long conversation with Triple H last week. WWE staff, reps, creative had no idea. He walked through the back in plain sight minutes before he appeared. Uh, they had cleared an area out. Let me reread that. It states, WWE staff, reps, creative had no idea. He walked through the back in plain sight minutes before he appeared. They had cleared an area out. And then this one's interesting. Triple H took over calling the show in the last couple of minutes and called for the copyright logo. Um, even many in production didn't know. So basically a lot went rare. Here's another one by Sean Rossap. This one states, uh, Back in gorilla position, we're told that Seth Rollins, we'll get into this in a moment, had to be ushered away by Triple H and Michael Cole as he was not happy about Punk's appearance. Punk was was said to have looked confused by it, at least at least to people in the area. It was said to be an awkward scene. Now, you know, that's obvious because not a lot of people are going to like seeing him back. I mean, Seth Rollins' picture here, him sitting on the steps, you know, you know, seeing Punk there and all that, uh, sitting on the steps before that happened and then re obviously getting up and reacting the way he did. Yeah, you know, he's going to... Punk's going to draw a lot of um, animosity from from people in the you know in the company. I mean, heck, there's a video, there's a tweet, you know, there's a um, you know a fan cam out there of Rhea Ripley 
you know, she's on the outside during the match. And, you know, she's just, you know, as soon as she hears CM Punk's uh, music and she didn't come out, you know what she does? She gives the bird. Yeah, she literally gives the deuce, if you know what I mean. She gives the deuce. Um, to, she gives him the deuce, if you will. Oh, no, she, not her, him, but she gives the deuce to this, to what's going on. Because you can tell she doesn't like CM Punk. You can tell that. You can tell she doesn't like CM Punk because I think maybe he rubbed, he did something, said something about Buddy Matthews or something in AEW. I'm not really sure. But, yeah, she wasn't happy either. You know, and this, and apparently, according to reports, some in the back weren't happy, some were excited about it. There was It was a mixture. It was like, it sounded like, truth be told, and more details will come out, thankfully, um, uh, by Fightful. Truth be told, many people in the company, mostly a lot of people, were actually excited by this. Like, ooh, this this is gonna be good. We're gonna be we're gonna we're gonna take off now. We're really gonna you know blow any competition out of the water. While others were like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. This guy, you know, yeah. It's, it, mostly it was a mixed reaction, but from what I'm from what it sounds like, it was mostly positive. It was mostly positive and all that. But, look, you know, Triple H, the big difference between Triple H and Tony Khan, Triple H knows how to sit down with his talent and talk things out, calm things over. And there's no doubt, he's going to, there's no doubt, him escorting, along with Michael Cole, him escorting Seth to the back, he's going to talk with Seth. He's going to calm him down and say, look, I know you don't like Seth, I know you don't like Phil and everything, but this things have changed. He has changed. He's made amends. You know, and I wouldn't be surprised if Triple H gets a meeting between the two and they work things out. They make amends, but agree as businessmen to let their real-life animosity play out on television that could lead to a match in the future, which apparently could be WrestleMania. <sighs> Drinking some Angry Orchard here. But... Yeah, that's the big difference between him and Tony Khan. You know, he he knows how to uh, work things out with his with his talent. You let's let's not forget he's he's learned from the best how to do that. Unfortunately, as much as you know, people may not like to hear that he's learned from Vince how to basically, you know, take his pride, shelve it, you know, make amends and say, hey, welcome back. You know, let's bring let's bring you home and everything. In fact. You know, let's be honest. He's the one that got the Warrior to come back. He's the one that talked with Warrior. I mean, he's been instrumental in a lot of these impossible returns as of late coming back. Warrior, Bruno Sammartino, you name it. He's been very instrumental. And why? Because he swallowed his pride. He's looked back at his mistakes he's made. He's looked back at the mistakes Vince has made and the company's made. You know, at you know, uh, on be, you know, uh, with these individuals. And he said, look, we got to make him, and he's probably talked to Vince and said, Vince, look, we got to make amends with these people. You know, what we did was wrong. What they did was wrong. You know, let's just look at it, look at it, you know, look at it from the fact that, you know, we were both, you know, wanting something that the other wouldn't give. And, you know, we, you know, and we should have just came to an agreement that, hey, we can't, we can't work things out. We're just going to have to part ways peacefully. That's it. And, you know, that's, and that's obviously what happened. That's obvious, you know, not obviously what happened, but that's what should have happened, though. That's how he feels things should have happened, instead of, you know, happening the way they did uh, before he even got this chance to, long before, anyway, he, he got the chance to, 
um, you know, being the position he's in now. But yeah, but yeah, he, but yeah, obviously he was able to work something out with with Punk, him, and Nick Khan, and Ari Emanuel, and maybe to an extent Vince. You know, they were able to work th something out with Phil and, and get him in. Now, apparently the contract, again, more details will come out, but apparently the contract is for several years. You know, what that could be, we don't know. Could be three years, four years, we're not really sure. You know, what he's what he was promised and what he was what was agreed to is going to be interesting to see. I mean, obviously one of the things he, you know, that was agreed upon was to just let him go out there with a live mic and say what's on his mind. You know, or at least allow him to improvise on whatever he's going to say if he's involved in the storyline. You know, and look, speaking of a live mic, you know when he shows up on Raw Monday, because he is scheduled for Raw, you know as well as I do, he is going, he's going to be allowed to let loose. He's going to be allowed to let loose and speak his mind, and you cannot tell me he is not, you cannot tell me, unless there's an NDA agreed upon, you cannot tell me he is not going to, this being CM Punk, you cannot tell me he's going to not, you know, shoot on AEW. And he's going to probably be the guy, one of the guys that says, you know, that mentions him by name. You know, he might say, hey, I'm a little respectful people there, but the truth is, the owner, uh, the people that were EVPs and all that, you know, you know, they, you know, they don't know what to do. You know, they don't know what they're doing. So... So, you know, uh, obviously that's, so obviously part of the agreement is him, you know, having that live mic at least, you know, his, on his first raw back to, you know, speak his mind, you know, shoot, if you will. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, this is huge for WWE, there's no doubt, because they know, if they, they know that if the situation is correct, they know. They know the situation is correct. They can make money off certain things. And Triple H is the kind of guy that can basically take a real-life situation, you know, cool things down between the participants, but allow them to use that animosity towards each other to build to something, you know, in the future. And Seth Rollins and Punk, you know, they have an opportunity to do that going into WrestleMania. I mean, you know, let's not forget, whether we like to admit it or not, when they did Rock... And uh, Cena, they based that on animosity. Either Triple H was, you know, had some say, you know, position of power at the time. I, I think he was kind of in a position of power, but not much. But Rock and Cena had say. You know, they had a lot of pull. So, and, and they knew. They both knew. Hey, you know, we can make this work. We can make this We can make this company millions out of this for WrestleMania. And they did twice. They did twice. They even did it when they teamed up at Survivor Series prior to that. They, they did it twice or well, three times. They did it three times. The point is, you know, Triple H being a guy that's wrestled both those individuals and is on the same mindset as them, he understands. And Punk's the same way, and Seth hopefully is the same way, that, hey, we can take this real-life animosity you have towards each other, and we can apply it to a match in the future and just let you guys go. It may not be, as ep it may not be on the epicness or the epic scale as a Cena Rock, if you will, or a Rock Hogan, but... You know, it, it still could get people talking. It'll get people wanting to, you know, buy tickets. You know, well, tickets are sold out at Lincoln Field anyway. But I can tell you, it's going to make Philadelphia distribute 
more tickets basically fill out that area even more so than before because of something like that so Triple H knows what he's doing. So Triple H obviously is somebody that's going to talk with, um, with Seth and say, look, you know, I get you don't like Phil. I understand the animosity. I know he said things that, you know, got under your skin. But we can make this work. You, you're, you're a businessman. He's a businessman. We can make this work. And, you know, and, and, maybe, and maybe you have them just go out and do what, like, Rock and Cena did. Just go out and, you know, speak their mind. That could work. That could work. And I think people would be good, cool with it. I really do. Now, like I said, some other talent at ringside. A little confused. Maybe a little excited. Drew McIntyre obviously wasn't happy. Apparently he, I guess, left through the crowd or something. And then I guess he went to the locker room, got his stuff, and left the building. I'm not really sure. But apparently that's the report. Uh, hopefully uh, Triple H will talk, you know, talk to him. I mean, I heard, I saw some people commenting online, Oh, Drew's not happy. You know, he just became TK's be new best friend. And maybe that's true. Maybe that's true, but I, I don't know. I, I think, honestly, Drew has signed a new contract. We're just not going to find out, you know, yet, you know, whether or not, you know, that that's indeed true. But there's no doubt he probably did. Because is this one thing, is this one thing we've been learning since Triple H has been in charge? Is this one thing we've been learning? Is the guy know? And I said this before. The guy knows how to make sure that certain things are not leaked out to the dirt sheets. He's he makes sure that only certain like he looks at it like, oh, that's not a big deal. Let that leak. But if it comes to somebody resigning or somebody signing or something happening that we may not be aware of, or you know we might have a clue of, but it doesn't feel like it's going to be that way. You know. You know he he knows. How to basically keep it under wraps more so than anything. He does. He knows how to keep it under wraps more so than anything. And, um, you know, I, I think honestly Drew did sign. I think he did sign a contract. Uh, but Triple H is keeping it under wraps. He's like, let people believe he's he's going to leave. Let people believe he's he's done. And everything. And then we're going to surprise him. We're going to surprise him by revealing, yeah, he signed a contract. He's going to stay. So, you know, Triple H. You know, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to, you know, keep things a secret. I mean, again, there's a lot of things that have happened under, you know, under his belt, you know, you know, since he's been put in charge and, and all that, you know, that, you know, we, you know, we uh, didn't think was possible. You know, we didn't think certain things were going to happen, but they did. You know, um, you know, it just, it just shows you that, you know, as much as you may not like WWE as a company, you know, or as a division of TKO, um, they know what to do. You know, if the, you put the right people in charge, they know what to do. They know how to keep people under wraps. Heck, they even know how to keep the certain talent under wraps. Because they know, hey, if word gets out that, hey, this guy's coming, coming in, that talent may not want to work that night, you know, in protest. You know, that's why they have to keep certain things a secret. You know, they do. They got to keep certain things a secret. So, you know, so, um, you know, I get why certain talent, like I said, is a little emotionally uh, upset and all that. But, you know, I have a feeling Triple H is the kind of guy that's going to um, basically let cooler, head cooler heads prevail. He's going to just talk to people and he's going to be like, look, uh, look, I know I should have communicated with you guys about what's going to happen. But if I did, 
you know, obviously it was get out to the dirt sheets, and I don't want that. So I had to keep it under wraps. I had to keep it under wraps uh, until the time was right. So, so yeah, I think over time, cooler heads are going to prevail. I really do. And, um, you know, like I said, I think cooler heads are going to prevail. And I think Triple, uh, Triple H is going to be the kind of guy that says, look, let's take any animosity or heat some of you have with, with Phil and let's do something with it. You know, Drew and Phil, Drew and Punk, that's going to be something people are going to want to see. Punk and Rollins, like I said, obviously people are going to want to see that. And there's a lot more. There's a lot more. And I think, and in my opinion, I think, you know, doing something like this, it keeps the talent on their toes. It basically, it's basically Triple H's way of saying, look, you know, now that we have a guy like Punk back in, you know, you know back on the roster, things are going to be a little different. In other words, he's telling the talent, hey, if he, he's the kind of guy that improvises. He's the kind of guy that says what's on his mind. So you got to be ready to be able to counter that. You got to be ready to counter that. In other words, it's a punk event because we know it's going to happen. He crosses past the Judgment Day. You can't tell me he's not going to run them down. He will. He's going to run them down. And basically, it's going to be up to them to be like, okay, what do we do here? <laughs> you know? You know, it's going to be like, okay, what do we do here? You know, he'll be the kind of guy that does that. And, you know, and they're going to have to learn. Learn to be able to counter that. Now, now he might meet with them backstage and be like, okay, I'm going to confront you. We're going to confront each other and all that. I'm going to say this. And I could suggest you say that. You know, kind of make it... Basically, they could go back and forth and say, look, this is how we can work it out. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but, yeah, you know... It, but, yeah, obviously, just like with AEW, you know, there's going to be talent, obviously, that are not happy that he's you know, in the company. Obviously, again, we saw that with Seth and Rhea's reaction, and apparently some reaction, not a lot, you know, some reaction by talent was, you know, not good. Drew, again, another one, you know, <laughs> out there uh, when he came out, uh, not happy. You know, so, um, you know, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be, so yeah, I think it's going to take more time. I think unlike Tony Khan, as I mentioned, Triple H is going to be able to, it's going to, I think what Triple H is going to do, he's going to have a talent meeting. He's going to say, look guys, I know you don't like, some of you are not happy that Phil's back and everything, but he hasn't made, made amends. And he's probably going to have Phil there. And Phil's going to probably publicly apologize to them and say, look, I said a lot of things and did a lot of things, said a lot of things about this company, said a lot of things about you guys, about some of you guys that, you know, I, I regret and everything because I know some of you took it the wrong way and I apologize. And I'm willing to do business with you guys going forward and do business the right way. So I got a feeling that's probably what's going to happen at Raw on Monday. He's going to have a talent meeting with them. He's going to probably have Phil there and Phil, you know, and Triple H will probably apologize for not letting everybody in on it. And then he's going to have, you know, Phil come in and probably apologize for what he's done in the past and hopefully make amends with a lot of people. Because again, the reaction is a majority of, uh, of talent is happy he's here because things are going to get interesting now. Well, on the other end, some are not. But hopefully, thing. But hopefully, and I believe they will. Cooler heads will prevail, and I think that starts this. I think that starts this Monday in a talent meeting before Raw. I really do. But yeah, he's back. He is back, and everything. He is back, <laughs> and you know what's funny is you have a lot of the well-known content creators like Solomonster and JD. You know, basically stating that hey, if he shows up, I'm going to do this. If he shows up, I'm going to eat this. Well. The men of the words, because Solomonster came on uh, the show today, uh, tonight, uh, last night, came on his live stream last night, had a bowl 
in his hand with a spoon, and he says, "Oh, I'm," and he says, "Oh, hi, oh hi there. You caught me, caught me at the wrong time. I'm while well, I was eating crow, well, I was eating my bowl of crow, because he basically said uh, when he was, um, I think, doing the predictions or something, or he said he said something. I don't know if it was on a Raw review or a SmackDown review." Uh, or during his predictions he did this past week, he said that if CM Punk shows up, he will eat crow. And even though he didn't legitimately eat crow, <laughs> you know, uh, illusion visually, he made it look like he did. And then JD basically says, hey, if Punk shows up, I will do my off-the-script review of seeing, uh, Survivor Series War Games tonight without my Atlanta Braves hat. And guess what? He's a man of his word. He did not wear a hat for the first time in a long time doing a review. Because basically he had to eat crow. And to me, again, this is just an example, as I mentioned earlier, this is just an example of Triple H knowing how to do things better than Tony Khan when it comes to basically keeping people guessing. You know, that's the thing. And you know what this, so, you know, congratulations on him on that. But you know what this also does? This also opens the door for certain talent that you wouldn't think would come back to come back. I mean, let's not forget, Phil Brooks was in support of Mercedes and Trinity walking out of WWE over a year ago because of what's happened. But guess what? He's back now. He is back. And to me, that's a sign. That's a sign that Mercedes is coming back, and when her contract with Impact's up, Trinity's coming back. And you know, you know that if they can... Now, I Now, look, first of all, I understand they might want to watch and see how things play out, you know, and everything. You might want to hear what other people are saying. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you, what Trinity probably heard during that meetup at that convention with her former colleagues and maybe passed on to Mercedes, I guarantee you, that that coupled with this, with Punk returning at Survivor Series last night, you know, I guarantee you I guarantee you that's going to convince them even more to come home or come back to WWE well home to them because that's mostly what they've been known for for most of their career uh, but yeah it's going to convince them more to come back it is and right now with Bailey and the damage control situation there it lines up perfectly for Sasha and Trinity to show up over on Smackdown it does it, show, it lines up perfectly for them to show back up there to have her back you know, it does. Because, again, if Phil Brooks, who's had a lot to say criti- you know, controversially and critically about WWE in the past, if not negatively, you know, can make amends over what he's done, work something out, and come back, you know, I, I think, again, that opens the door for them. I think it opens the door for Mercedes and Trinity to make their return. You know, and I said it best. I said it best in that one video. I said that Will Ospreay Signing with AEW, you know, basically opens the door for Mercedes and Trinity to go back to WWE. Because, again, if you think Triple H is going to let Tony Khan get one over on him because he too wanted Will Ospreay, then you're wrong. He's not going to let, he's not only going to up him in a big, up him in a huge way, but he's going to do it in a way that basically makes Tony Khan, in many people's minds, uh, realize that yeah, maybe I shouldn't be running this company. Maybe I should have a, maybe I should have somebody that knows what they're doing running this company. You know, 
you, you can't tell me that that's not what Triple H is envisioning when he does these kind of things. That's not you can't tell me that's not what he thinks the fans and the insiders are envisioning because it is. It is that. You know, Triple H is like, okay, you want to sign Will Ospreay away from me? You want to promise him all these things? That's fine. That's fine. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do you one better, if not three times better. And Phil, I think, CM Punk is the first, you know, first of that, um, of that, you know, game of chess where, you know, Triple H will be checkmating Tony Khan. Because as I've said it before in another video, you know, with when it was Tony Khan versus Vince McMahon, Tony Khan was always able to be like one step ahead. Like, oh, Vince did this? Oh, I'm going to go here. You know, oh, Vince did that? Oh, pff, that's not a problem. I'm going to go here. But with Triple H, it's more like, okay, he did this. Okay, uh, 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 Hunter did this. Uh, let me see. Oh, ooh, ooh, I don't know where to move. Because if I go here, I get, you know, it's a lot more confusing for him. It's a lot more confusing for him. It's a lot more confusing. So, you know, to me, this is just the first. This is just the first. And to, this is just the first, uh, basically, Triple H one-upping Tony Khan, tri or triple-upping Tony Khan in a big way. Because, again, you know, CM Punk was in support of Mercedes and Trinity, and them seeing this, they're going to be like, hey, I guess things are better now. We can go back. And I got a feeling that's what's going to happen. I got a feeling that Trinity's contract, if it's only for a year or whatever it is, if it's up, come hard, hard to kill. Only, you know, only certain people know if it is or not. I've got a feeling after that she's coming back. And I got a feeling Mercedes is coming back. And you know the timing couldn't be better. Women's Royal Rumble. You know, they're going to come back. They are. You know, and maybe sooner than that. Maybe sooner than that. Because you can't tell me, again, Bailey right now is in a situation with damage control to where she's going to get kicked out. She's going to need allies. And what better allies to have than those that were on SmackDown before, you know, they walked out. You know, so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens. But I've got a feeling this is going to lead to them coming back. Because if, because, you know, getting CM Punk back, that is a, that to me is a major sign. That's a major message being sent to everyone that was part of WWE, that got let go by WWE, or that left WWE because of who they were working for. That's a major sign of saying, yeah. You know, the tides have changed, things have changed for the, the tides have changed, the things, you know, the tides have changed and things have changed for the better. And I've got a feeling, and I've got a feeling we're going to, we're going to see a lot more returns that we didn't think were going to happen. We're, we're going to see a lot more signings with WWE that we didn't think were going to happen. You know, guarantee. I mean, you can't tell me when their contracts are up in AEW in the near future like a Keith Lee. Because you can visibly see it on his face. He, they did an interview with him tonight on Collision. You can see it on his face that that's not just an in-character thing. That's a that's a legitimate frustration. You know, that's not just an in-character frustration. That's a legitimate frustration. Keith Lee's going to be one of the next next year, if the, you know, or in the next year or so, that's going to come back to WWE. You can't tell me that's not going to happen because it is. You can't tell me it's not going to happen because it is. So, so yeah, here's the thing. CM Punk being back, again, is a huge message being sent that, hey, things have changed, you know, you know, things have changed, you know, atmospherically, backstage, creatively, and booking-wise, and I've got a feeling this is going to lead to Mercedes, and I've got a feeling it's going to lead to Trinity coming back more so than ever. I mean, yeah, Tony Khan's going to be like, well, i got to get Mercedes now. You know, he's going to try his best to throw things at her. It's not going to work. 
I mean, it might work. I'm not going to say that, but he's going to try everything in his power. But, you know, she's going to be like, yeah, I, I think I'll go back here because I know people here. And uh, right now you still have you still have a lot to work out. So I've got a feeling she's going back. She's going back. And so is Trinity. So is Naomi, in my opinion. And again, there's going to be a lot of other talents that might want to jump over, too. You know, everybody says that MJF, you know, um, has signed, has quietly signed or re-signed extensionly with uh, AEW. That's what WWE officials within the company are saying. But after what we've found out tonight, do we really, can we really believe that? Can we really believe that? Or is that something Triple H is telling them? Just saying. Just saying. So, I would, I would take the whole, oh, people heard he's quietly signed with AEW. Oh, re-signed with AEW. I would take that MJF quietly re-signing with the company. I'd take that with a grain of salt after tonight. Because, again, that's another message being sent by Triple H. Hey, you know, don't believe the dirt sheets. Oh, don't believe everything the dirt sheets say because they could be wrong. If not, will be wrong. So, yeah. You know, CM Punk being back in WWE is nothing but it could be, you know, will be, uh, it might, might be, it's going to be awkward at first, no doubt, but, um, you know, in the end, it's, you know, in the end, it's nothing but good. It's nothing but good for the company. It really is. Uh, because you got good matchups, good storylines that are going to come out of it. And it's going to lead to a lot of people that were doubtful about coming back to WWE to be like, hey, I'm going to go back. You know, now that I see that Phil Brooks has gone back, I'm going to go back. You know, and that's what's going to happen. It's going to be a domino effect. It is. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of talents whose contract with AEW is going to expire next year. The Tony Khan's going to try to resign. They're going to be like, yeah. I'd rather go to WWE because, or I'd rather go back to WWE because I can see things are better now. I can see things are better now. And they will. They will. And you know what? Tony Khan's got in his thing. I'm not trying to say this to knock on Tony Khan. You know, I know he's doing his best. But he's got no one but himself to blame because he doesn't have the right teams in charge in the right areas. You know, he's trying to do everything, everything himself. And again, I've said this numerous times. It just proves... How much of how much more of a fan he is than a businessman, you know? If he would just be like, "Look, I'm a fan, but I'm going to put business first. I'm going to be a leader." Things would be different, but he's not doing that. You know, he's not doing that, and instead, he's allowing that fan side of him to take over. He's allowing that fan side of him him to take over. So, you know, to me, you know, the domino effect that this is going to have, you know, he's going to have no one but himself to blame. He. He is. He's going to have no one but himself to blame for the talent that will not want to resign next year when the contracts expire, you know, or in the next or in the following year, whatever it's going to case may be. You know, he's got himself. He's got no one but himself to blame. He's got no one but himself to blame. You know, and look, the whole situation at All In and even the media scrum, you know, media brawl a year before that. Look, is is that the fault of CM Punk? Yeah. Punk did have some, you know, did have some issues with that. There's no doubt. Him lounging at Tony Khan, that's an issue. But you have to understand, you have to understand CM Punk's situation. You know, he he got frustrated because he thought, okay, I'm going to work for this company that's a true alternative to WWE. It's going to let me be myself. It's going to focus on what I love to do. And instead, he finds out that what he's working for, as he said in the media scrum, is just for a bunch of children. What he's working for is just a fan of the business, a mark for the business that wants to prove that, hey, we fans, we marks could do a better job than those that have been in the business for too long, for, you know, for their entire careers. You know, 
you know, so yeah, you know, does he have blame to take for the way he reacted? Let his anger get the best of him? His frustration get the best of him? Yeah. But again, what he said basically has come true. You know, it's true. He was working for nothing but nothing but adolescent children in my, you know, mentality-wise. And the boss he was working for was mainly a fan. And he just, at all in, just let his frustrations get the best of him. You know, he's just like, you know, hey, I'm supposed to be the leader here. I'm supposed to be the veteran of this, the leader, one of the leaders of this, you know, this company, of this locker room. And yet nobody wants to listen to me? And you're not doing nothing about it? And you're acting like nothing but a mark? I mean, the reports of the fact that I guess when CM Punk returned uh, after what a nine month, some seven month hiatus because of his injury, what did what, what did Tony Khan, what was the report that came out that Tony Khan was doing in Gorilla? Tony Khan was going CM Punk, CM Punk. You don't do that. Do you, are you going to hear reports of Triple H doing that? No, no. And again, I think that going on along with everything else, pretty much, you know, very pretty much. Um, I, I guess you could say, uh, you know, that and along with everything else, pretty much, um, what's, what, what's the one I'm looking for? Uh, vindicated, yeah, vindicated everything CM Punk said. You know, yeah, again, did he have fault for what happened? Absolutely, he did have fault. But obviously now the more you look at it, the more you're realizing he was probably right. Probably 90%, 90, probably 85 to 90% of the time he was right. 85%, basically 85 to 90% of the time he was right. What he was saying was true. You know, and again, Tony Khan, Tony Khan has no one but himself to blame. And you can't tell me that David Zaslav isn't watching this and thinking you, at, and looking at this and probably getting on the phone with Tony Khan and saying, USOB. You know, you cost us one of the reasons we gave you collision. This is going to hurt AEW in the long run. And yeah, from a business strategy, that might be what Triple H wants. You know, at least to teach him a lesson of, hey, Tony, you want to run your company? You want this company to be an alternative to WWE? Fine. But get somebody else that knows what they're doing and just stay away. Because that's what's going to happen. Oh, that's what's happening, I should say. Not going to happen, but that's what's happening right now. You know, that's what's happening. And again, Tony Khan's got no one but himself to blame blame for this you know he's got himself, no one but himself to blame for this because he didn't act like a leader if he were to act more like a leader brought his talent aside and say look i know some of you don't like him no some of you don't want to listen to the advice he gives fine but please keep your egos in check eck and just do your job you know he didn't do that instead he's going to be known as the guy that when punk came back from his injury in gorilla going see young punk see young punk see young punk it's like it just, it did not, it did, it did not make him look good. It did not. And again, it vindicates everything Punk said. It vindicates everything he said at the media scrum. It vindicates everything he said in shoot interviews. You know, it vindicates everything, you know, uh, about, you know, his time in AEW, about the reports and everything. You know, and again... Like I said, he does have fault to blame. He let his anger, his frustrations get the best of him. Him lounging at Tony Khan was not a good thing, but here's the deal. You know, here's the deal. All that, that lounging, I think, you know, was just, you know, basically the the, the straw that broke the camel's back. It broke the camel, it's the straw that broke the camel's back because of the fact that, you know, 
uh, Tony Khan was allowing this stuff to happen, even though CM Punk may have requested, hey, please don't let this happen. Please don't let this occur, if you will. You know, you know, or please talk to these people. He's got no one, you know, you, you can't honestly blame Punk for letting it, you know, letting his frustrations, you know, let that straw, let that, you know, letting that be the straw that broke the camel's back and, you know, letting his frustrations get the best of him and lounging at Tony, you know, you, you can't blame you, you can't blame him for letting that happen because he probably talked to him and asked him to talk to his talent and tell him not to do this kind of stuff or, you know, say anything. But Tony didn't do it. And if he did, he didn't do it, you know, in a serious manner. So, you know, as, you know, so as much as Punk takes the blame for doing something like that, getting into the altercation with Jack Perry at all, behind the scenes at All In, doing what he did at the media scrum a year or two, a year before, you can't blame him. You cannot physically, you can, uh, not physically, but you cannot legitimately blame Punk. Because, yeah, he does take part of the blame. And that, but I look, but now that I look at it, he takes about 10 to 15% of the blame. Or 15 to 10. He takes basically 15% to 10% of the blame. Well, Tony Khan and AEW takes 85% to 90% of it. Because, you know, they didn't do, you know, they didn't do things the right way. They didn't do, they didn't take things seriously. It's like the freaking Wild West over there, apparently. Early. You know, the, it's like the freaking Wild West. And what's going to happen is, like I said, Punk coming back, that's going to cause Tony Khan not to be able to get Mercedes or Trinity. It's going to cause him very soon to lose Brian Danielson back to WWE. It's going to cause him to lose Samoa Joe. It's going to cause him to lose Keith Lee, you know, when the contracts are up, up and everything. It's, it's going to, this is going to be a domino effect that is going to only, that's going to negatively affect AEW, but positively affect WWE. Because the difference between Levesque and Khan, you know, is Levesque knows how to talk to people in calm situations now. Khan does not. And that's his and that's his down point. That is his down point. So so yeah, that so overall so overall though, uh, in closing CM Punk CM Punk being back is is gonna be nothing but a good thing. And I think it's gonna be a lot better. You know, and you got it's basically, it's more of a basically he's back where he feels he's going to be utilized better in a more professional manner, and that whatever you know he wants to say or whatever altercations are going to happen are not going to happen the way they did in AEW because Triple H and his team is not going to let it happen, and they're going to talk things out before anything does happen. You know, and I got a feeling that's all going to begin uh, this Monday in a talent meeting before Raw. I just have that feeling. You know, and I think during that talent meeting, like I said earlier, Punk's going to be there and he's going to apologize. He's going to apologize for things he's said and done, you know, and uh, he's just going to say, and he's probably just going to ask for, you know, he said, and he's probably going to say, look, if you don't want to, you know, if you don't want to accept my apology, that's great. But, you know, we are all business people at the end of the day. So, you know, maybe we could take whatever animosity we have for each other and, you know, do business. And that could work. I mean, look at Charlotte and Becky. You know, they have a little bit of animosity still, but they've been able to work things out to where they're kind of friends again, but not really, but kind of getting there. So, yeah, I think I think um, this is going to be nothing but a good thing for WWE in the long run. And Tony Khan and AEW have no one else but themselves to blame for not, you know, rain, you know, reining things in over at that, you know, over at that company. And I gave, guarantee you, David Zaslav's not going to be happy either. He's not. And that's not going to be good for AEW in the long run. But let me know what your thoughts are, guys. What are your thoughts on CM Punk being back in WWE? How do you feel about it? And until then, 